You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 667. Past that evil thing now. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. everyone to the mymac.com podcast um some of what we were just talking about will be in the after show and uh, some of it won't uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. guaranteed guaranteed um okay uh this week we're gonna have in, in the second part of the show will be the the, the second part of the boring, it, it's a whole thing. Mac stock talk <laughs> with Mike Potter uh, from the For Mac Eyes Only podcast, talking, of course, about Mac stock 2017. Uh, we had such a great time talking to him last week that it went, oh, let's just say a little long, a little long, just yes. a and little long. Uh, and 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 the boring thing is is a, a hint at something which uh, which happened. And no, he wasn't. No, he certainly person, was not. Yeah, he was certainly was. That was I know Mike of old, and uh, we brought him in when we needed to. If if it's anyone's fault, it's our fault. If that's what you thought. But there you go. Anyway, yeah. um, right. So, what have you been doing then? Uh, actually, it has been a remarkably quiet week. Um, you know, cause I, I basically just getting back into the groove at work and we had somebody that left for vacation. So I was kind of doing his job too, but I cannot yeah. complain. And you know why I cannot complain? Uh, tell me guy, why can't you complain? Because I have had about 12 to 14 work days off so far this summer. And he has had to mm-hmm. fill in for me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if he decides he's going to take a week off, I got nothing that I can say about it. Not right. at all. Now. Okay. Um, okay. There's something going on. Can I, can I just clarify that? Can I just clarify sure. something mm-hmm. for, for you really? And for that other person, you're entitled to those days off. Yes. The organization has to um, make sure they have the resource in place for cover on those days off. Oh, it's you're not so your funny. fault. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not even a question of fault. It's not a question of fault. <laughs> oh, resources, resources. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I, 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 I need to go to Google and look that up. Yeah. Resources. <laughs> I know it's there. Bing it. Bing it. Because that will come up with a different version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, well, considering I where I, I work, know. yeah, not a not a surprise yeah. at all. And we won't <laughs> say where that is. Um, okay. However, something however. that I am trying to work out, and I may not be able mm-hmm. to do it because of work, is right. um, next month on the 21st, there's going to be a total solar eclipse. In the United yeah, States, the, go ahead. Yeah, there seems to be there seems to be quite a, a lot of um, 
noise about this over there. Is, is this your first eclipse ever? No, but <laughs> it, it's the first one I'm in like surprised. 99 years. In how long? 99 years. It's been a really long time. Right. Well, I wonder why that is. That's really odd. But okay, fine. Oh, well, that's why there's so much noise about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now I get it. <laughs> so I had, but I may not be able to go though, because in order to get I me mean, where we live, we'll be at, I think eighty two percent total. Right. Yeah. But we well, are a partial. Then, right. Really. Right. But, <laughs> but we we are like six to seven hours driving time away from, from being at ninety eight percent total. Ah, right. Okay. So, and of course, this is also, <laughs> as we were talking about earlier, um, mm-hmm. this year is my wife and I's 25th anniversary. And uh, yay. Yay. <laughs> yay. I've been trying to figure well out. done, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, <laughs> absolutely no problem for me, but I'm sure she's sitting there going, 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. You get out earlier for life. Yeah. Well, and just think you've just been putting up with me since like 2009. Yeah. She's, she's been with me gotta, since 92. I needn't come on this mic. <laughs> and it's once a I week. I, it's once a week. <laughs> she's got yeah, me and, every and day. It's, and, and it's, oh, it's crashed. Oh, damn. <laughs> but oh, it's crashed. I'm I sure it was going that. to be very, very funny though. It's driving us crazy. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I, I was, if just on the off chance that I am able to go, uh, I've been trying to figure out the best geeky way to watch the solar eclipse without burning out my eyes or tech gear. So I've ordered some, that would have been a, that would have been a show for six, 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 wouldn't it? Yeah. It would have been my eyes out. Yeah. Well, but then I couldn't see the show notes. (laughs) Anyway. Well, you don't read them anyway. So, well, uh, I sorted, I'm reading them right now. <laughs> uh I ordered so I ordered some specialty glasses from Amazon that are rated at an I don't get this an ISO 12312-2-2015 and it's a a three pack from Amazon for like 15 uh, 15 bucks and three pack is it Yeah that's what they told you yeah Yeah so what they okay. they said you could do it uh, Okay, ISO one two three one two dash two colon twenty fifteen is basically iron face protection, sunglasses related eyewear, part two filters for direct observation of the sun. There you go. Okay, so it's good. <laughs> I it, hope it, it's good. That 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 refers better than a to kick to the, the face. All AE Focal uh, Plano Power products intended for direct observation of the sun, such as solar eclipse viewing. There you. Go. It doesn't apply to the following. Okay, so sunglasses and clip-ons. Mm, where have I heard that before? For general use intended for protection against solar radiation. Eyewear protection uh, radiation from artificial light sources such as those used in solaria. Uh, eye protectors specifically intended for sports, uh, e.g. ski goggles and other types. Sunglasses that have been medically uh, prescribed uh, for attenuating solar radiation prescription sunglasses lens, lenses. Okay, so they are. It is a very specific ISO rating. Yeah, well done, congratulations. I know it's almost like it. Do you was know what planned. ISO stands for? I never knew this. I just, I, I isn't now, it why international I standard something? No, it, it, well, 
yeah, I've just read what it said, and it doesn't make sense. It says International Organization for Standardization. Well, that, that a bit to, to call me OCD, be- but those letters are in the wrong order. Yes. <laughs> well, see, they would have been sued by Apple because it would have been iOS. Yeah, that's an iOS. Oh, oh. <laughs> International oh, Organization so of Standards. You know that that's almost, and you you know the uh, the building right next to it is the Department of Redundancy Department. I don't know if you if you knew about that. <sighs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> as as far as photo- I just got it. <laughs> as far as photographing the eclipse, um, honestly, yeah. it's I, I've looked. At some cell phone pictures. Now be careful. Be, can I just can I just interrupt? Sorry, sure. It's usually you that's interrupting. Um, what you mustn't do, guy, is look at the solar eclipse through your uh, specifically ISO rated glasses or whatever they are, and go fantastic. I want to get a picture of that. Put them up onto your forehead, grab your camera, look through the lens, and then point that at the sun. You mustn't do that now. All right, you've got to keep the glasses on at all times. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> it seems that if I do it for yes. just a second, it should be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no. But honestly, I've seen a lot of uh, pictures of you know, that other people have taken of eclipses with their cell phones. Yes. And honestly, yep. you're better off having something other than a cell phone to do this with. So, yeah, don't do that. Um, okay. there, there will be, you know, if for whatever reason you you want to mark the occasion, then take pictures of yourself and whoever you're with watching the solar eclipse rather than trying to take pictures of the solar eclipse. Remember it as an occasion rather than, yeah, um, because the pictures that you'll take with your camera and your camera, it's going to look like crap. Yeah, it just is. You just just use someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. So what you got going on? Well, actually, I met Wally Chawinski, yeah. who um, actually came over to the UK and has been traveling up and down the canals of the UK in a narrowboat. Yeah, he said so he hi, said he and his Wally. wife said that uh, at, when we were all at Mechstock, that's what he was going to do. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we met up, we had a drink, and then we took him to a a, um, a pub, actually a thatched pub. It had a thatched roof, and um, nice. his wife went. He was is um, extremely. Um, and she was really looking forward to seeing, I think, some thatched houses in, in Warwickshire. And actually, we've got rather a lot around here. And we actually went to a pub. And we, we turned at the pub. And I for, I'd completely forgotten. She said, the pub's got a thatch roof as well. <laughs> so she was quite impressed with that. Impressed with oh, good. That. And uh, we had a very nice meal and uh, took them back. And I think, they've, I think they've gone up to Mr. McAllister's house today. So, yeah. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, said, it was Don's uh, birthday just a couple of days ago. That's right. And he's, he said um, that he would... Um, uh, well, he'd basically tease uh, Gee, my friend Gee. You mean Guy? <laughs> yes, yes. Now, you're yes. not talking well, about that... me, are you? Yeah, or is this no, somebody else? Yes. No, it's you. Okay. It is you. <sighs> um, and, uh, yeah, and he, I think um, you saw the picture on, on Facebook as well of, yes. uh, of myself with, with, uh, with Wally enjoying our view. So, yes. Yeah. And we've got a new dog. We've got a new dog. It's actually this dog, because we unfortunately had to have ours um, the put to sleep. The Wookiee. The Wookiee. We had to have the Wookiee put to sleep because he was getting rather old. And um, 
bumping into things. He'd been he's been blind for a little while, but it was getting worse, and uh, we couldn't do anything on that score. And he, he'd gone deaf, and you can't you know you can't really put a hearing aid in a dog. Um, and yes, his 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 functions were starting to fail. So we thought, no, we don't want to keep him alive for our sake. Uh, probably best to have him put down. So that's what we did. Um, but unfortunately, a good friend of the podcast and someone who um, we, we've had on the podcast in the past. It's um, not uh, Carl. Uh, um, hold on. Carl. No, no. Neither. Yeah, Damn yes. It. Yes. Apparent, apparently <laughs> you couldn't remember a certain, I can't even remember his, the guy's first name now. <laughs> yeah. It was, mind his surname. It was. Um, Madon. Madon. Um, Carla Madon. Yeah. I think it was. Something was close enough. Carla Madon. Carla, Carla Madon. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was Carla doing Madon. the live cast uh, last Wednesday and, um, I, I was talking about him and it was like, oh yeah. And then there was Carl. And it was like, as soon as I said, Carl, his last name just went, flip, it was gone out of, out of your brain, out of my brain. Of brain. And it was well, like, it was like, let's it see, wasn't Carl. I've only done podcasts with this guy, like 10 plus times. He only helped me rewrite the Maltese cube as an, you know, like an audio screenplay. So why in on earth would I ever remember his name? I felt like such an no, idiot. Why not? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, nothing new there. No. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, Will Green of the British Mac podcast. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, he's got a beautiful uh, dog called Watson because uh, Will's a big Sherlock Holmes fan. Uh, and uh, Watson is obviously um, the doctor in uh, um, Sherlock Holmes, the, his, his favorite companion or Sherlock Holmes's companion. And um, unfortunately, Will can't. Um, look after Watson any longer because of circumstances. So we've stood in. Um, Patch passed away, and uh, Watson has come to stop with us for a while, possibly you know for good. We'll see. Good. And um, he's a lovely dog. He's a lovely, but he's a bit larger than Patch was. Patch was a Jack Russell, and uh, Watson's a very great day. Um, no, he's not a Great Dane, but he's a Labrador. He's a black Labrador. Okay, yeah. He's a very stocky. He's a very stocky Labrador, quite big. So yeah, he's uh, he's a bit different. But but Batch always thought he was a big dog, so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Jack, yeah, Jack so Russells are like that, honestly. Yeah, Jack yeah. Russells oh, yeah, will never, attack. Yeah. Will would a uh, Jack uh, Russell would attack a Great Dane? Yeah, well, yeah, but Great Danes are big, soft, and they are. aren't they? Really? Yeah. No, J- no. Patch always thought he was a big dog, and he'd only play with other big dogs. And uh, yeah, there's a story I could tell on those lines, but it's it's not really Mac related, and uh, nothing else <laughs> Mac related is really going on in our household at the moment. Yeah. Because or on this show, lots, the builders are still here. The builders are still here, and we've we've had the kitchen completely stripped out, so we've got no sink, no oven. Well, we've got an oven, but it's like in the dining room. <laughs> don't ask me don't ask right that's when you um, go down to the pub in, the fridge and the fridge freezer are actually in this room in what is the study uh, i mean it's just yeah we're camping basically in the house for a little <laughs> while but it's good all is good it's gonna be fabulous when it's finished so yeah yeah what? and um and by the way will if you're listening yeah yeah watson likes water we're having a pond built mm-hmm <laughs> dogs like water don't they they do I've forgotten yeah now when it was patch he was a small dog that's fine oh, watson's quite a big dog <laughs> makes a big mess oh, it's good fun it's good fun <laughs> but shall we go on anyway, over to the my mac.com recent yes. articles okay take the first one 
Okay. More MacStock 2017 conference photos by Mr. Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Thank you. The two-day MacStock Conference and Expo presents an annual opportunity to meet new friends and schmooze with old ones. The talks and presentations were wonderful, and so was the time spent with members of the Mac community. And that was doubly, triply, quadruply enhanced and confirmed by Wally when he came and met me. He said, it's just absolutely fabulous. It's not Macworld. Don't expect it to be Macworld. But the social side of Macworld, this replaces in folds, and you get great access to the people, and you get great access to um, the conference material which goes on so just yeah and, yeah and we'll less, be shouting and less homeless we'll be people shouting. less homeless people yeah. right anyway right. let's be. <laughs> next <laughs> up is club nintendo level 168 in today's episode aaron john and oh, 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 oh. what and and tim and no uh, you can't hear that can you no oh, I can't hear that. let me just try something on off off on right let's try it okay. just try it again in today's episode aaron john and tim greetings tim the enchanter dive into yay splatoon 2 that was just released some discussion on what is a fair esports game the nintendo switch online app the upcoming snes classic release and a few odds and ends go on over download listen and enjoy I used to have a spittoon sound, didn't I? I don't Spittoon. know where that's gone. Um, geekiest show ever, 267. Wait, Captain I found it. I found Captain. mine. Hold on. Oh, Hold on. Here it is. Oh, I've missed it. Uh, no, hang on a minute. There oh. it is. Okay. That's it. Right. Sorry, I've jumped one. I've got to back up. <laughs> Hero True Wireless Bluetooth Earbuds. Review by him, Gilbert. <laughs> Good old him. Hero True Wireless Bluetooth Earbuds by Winner Gear are surprisingly lightweight, good sounding, and very comfortable. Mm. Hero's earbuds are supplied with a charging box, a USB charging cable, left and right earpieces, plus three sizes of ear tips and two sizes of ear hooks. The storage container is a portable charger that will charge the earbuds when they are placed in it. Go over and read Jim's review of the Hero True Wireless Bluetooth if buds. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to wear something that was you would describe as ear hooks. That just seems wrong. <laughs> anyway, geekiest show ever. 267 Captive by the Captain. They lead off with the weather and it will be a shocker, but Kevin has a weather-related rant. The rant is tied to a discussion about a classic car show and the cars of their youth. Talking about shows they have been to in, wait a minute, talking about shows <laughs> they have been to transitions into discussions with discussion with Elisa about her recent concert visits. Mike you laments. You say Caselli, I say oh, Pacelli. Oh, damn, damn. <laughs> you say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. There we go. Uh, Mike yeah. laments on the tickets he can't get for a Garth Brooks concert. Next up is Kevin's continuing trials and tribulations with trying to upgrade to Mac OS Sierra. After that, they move yeah. on to an, an, an old favorite topic of theirs, cord cutting. Mike points them to 
a site that offers a good resource for those wanting to head in that direction called Suppose TV. Download and listen. Essential Apple Podcast 50. Suicide Robots. No guests this week and not a lot of Apple news, but we still managed to find a slew of weird, wonderful, interesting or crazy stories to take or to shake a stick at, ranging from the sublime to the ridiculous. Plus, Simon goes off on one about how hard it was just to play some music files on his iPhone like we all used to do on our iPods and why he banished the iOS music app to the darkest recesses of the rarely used folder on the furthest screen of his iPhone. Go over, download, take a listen, and be enchanted or something. <laughs> yeah, that folder, it's actually in uh, Idaho. Now, 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 at this rate, John's getting very, very lonely, so please send him an email and ask him if you'd like him to for you <laughs> ask him yes sorry about that oh wait hold on like, guys you are absolutely right <laughs> not always no um <laughs> ask john if he'd like you to do a review of something the website anything get me out of here okay uh let's see how could people get a hold of you guys easy don't ah well that makes it short and sweet <laughs> Guy at mymac.com. Gaz at mymac.com. That's it. And uh, twitter.com forward slash gazmasterjazmaz. How about you, Guy? Uh, Mac Parrot. And uh, let's see. Feedback at mymac.com and Skype 703-436-9501. Stand by to stand by. And we'll be. We'll. Right back. Right back with Mike. And. Yay! Someone else. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Informed, educational, and talented. The G Men on the. <laughs> I can't, I really can't. <laughs> and welcome back to the MyMac.com, MyMac.com podcast. This is the second part of the interview that Gaz and I did with Mike Potter from the Four Mac Eyes Only podcast. And it starts off with the. Uh, let's say friendly rivalry between Allison Sheridan, Chuck Joyner, and well, as it turns out, pretty much everybody else. Uh, listen and enjoy. That was actually kind of a, a running gag this year. Um, between, uh, between Chuck and uh, there was a couple other people too that were, were kind of in on it where, you know, we, we were kind of like, you know, oh, you you better watch out. You better not cry or Allison will get you, you know, that kind of thing. And Chuck actually, during his, you know, five reasons not to go to MacStock, uh, <laughs> one of the reasons, one of the reasons was because they were afraid of Allison Sheridan. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when he so sent funny. me that video, he sent me that video. It must've been a week, week and a half before MaxDoc. I was sitting in my office and had the windows open and he got to that line. I laughed out loud so hard. I'm sure people on the street were like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and she actually had the next talk. And that was also a long talk, uh, talking about passwords. Uh, and then Tom Piper came on and talked about pages. Uh, Mike Schmitz talked about, uh, using the Mac to escape your email. And then there were some deeper dive sessions with Melissa and Jody, Jeff Gamut, uh, Mike Schmidt and Dave Ginsburg. And yeah, that's how we wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, th- and we actually had, uh, two different rooms that we were doing these deeper, uh, that Mike was doing the deeper dive sessions on the main stage and that first breakout room. Now, as I understand it, that breakout room can be divided into two, right? It can. Yeah. yeah. So maybe depending on how many people want to do deeper dives, that could be actually be split up between two different ones. Yeah. Well, we actually have three rooms available to us. We have the main stage and we have that, that larger breakout room and then we have a smaller breakout room and we did use all three last year. And I made the conscious decision to, to limit the number of deeper dives and limit it to the two larger rooms. Uh, and I, in, maybe it's because I was planning it all, but in my mind that worked out better and it was easier from a logistic standpoint to stay on top of everything. Whereas when we had that extra room, it, it was just, it was one thing too many going on for me. And I think having the two rooms was good. If we needed to though, if it got to the point where we needed to have more rooms, yes, we could have two, two smaller breakout rooms made out of that larger one. We could have the other smaller breakout room and we could have the main stage area. So there's lots of, in fact, we could even rent out, more classrooms in the school. That's the nice thing about being in a school is there's right. all, you know, lots of opportunities to get additional space if it's needed. Uh, and then of course there was the infamous Midwest Mac mingle after party, which was, uh, right there in downtown Woodstock. And, um, Mike, I don't know if you know this or not, but prior, just prior to, uh, Mac stock this year, uh, I interviewed Stephen Tobolowski and, mm-hmm. uh, as I was walking from where I had parked my car into the, the downtown area, there was this great big mural that they're, they're currently painting right. just off the main street. And his, his Ned Ryerson is like a part of that. So I, I made sure to take a picture of it and I sent that to him. Uh, but the party you- itself went great. Uh, the band had a seventies feel to it. And I loved the, the like clothes and wigs that they were wearing at that beer can hat. I mean, <laughs> talk, as soon as I saw that, I said, Holy cow. I forgot all about those things. Yeah. And the, the big Afro wig that the, um, the big Afro wig the drummer, yeah. the drummer had, Oh, it was so much. And there was like, and I was, uh, I'm not surprised. But I, I, it, it was kind of a testament to, uh, just the whole weekend in general, uh, how many people, I guess, uh, paid the extra money to actually go to the Midwest Mac mingle after party, even though it was in a completely different area than where the conference was. And 
it just worked out great. You know, people were able to find little niches all throughout the, the um, mix and mingle room and then out on the sidewalk. And, and, you know, we're competing with space with the, um, the, the frozen yogurt place that was right next door. Uh, they was, got some business from us that night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they did. Well, there were certainly a lot of people there on the sidewalk and, you know, I, I really hope that this is something that, that Barry's going to do again next year because I think it really worked out well. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, I, this this was something, it was entirely in Barry's hands, and I had a rough idea of what was going on. I I knew the band's name. That's all I knew about them. I knew they were a 70s cover band, uh, but I really didn't have much to do with the planning of it. And I'll be honest, when I walked in, I said, as someone who never really participated at Macworld, I never got the opportunity to go to these, you know, after Macworld parties and things like that. I walked in and said, gosh, this must be what it felt like. Yeah. Yes. You know, you, uh, you, not so much like the, um, uh, what was the, the, um, uh, the, the, where they had the Mac, the Mac all-star band, but more, more like the the smile party, or more like Allison's yep. uh, party that she used to have at. Um, oh, darn it! I can't remember the name of the uh, Jillian's, the the party that Allison used to have at Jillian's every year, and where it was, you know, relatively small, intimate. You were able to speak. You were able to, you know, break off into the the little groups to to talk about whatever you wanted to talk about, and. Th- and then throw in with, with Barry's party actually having a band. And it just, it was just wonderful. I think that, that this is something, you know, I, you know, the first year they had it at his house and I, I can't imagine his wife was willing, was looking forward to doing that again, uh, especially considering that, that huge thunderstorm that went through uh, the next year they had it right there uh, at the college, which was okay, but you couldn't have alcohol and there was right. some other limitations as well. But I think, the, that was the main one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that the, um, uh, the, the way it was presented this year was, was a keeper. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think Barry really felt the same way that it, that it came off really well. Um, you know, it's interesting about the Woodstock square. You mentioned that mural. That's a brand new project that's, that's just got off the ground, just got approved by city council not too long ago. And it highlights the history of Woodstock, including the fact that Chester Gould, the creator of Dick Tracy, lived there. Right. That Groundhog Day was filmed there. And they have a big celebration uh, for Groundhog Day every year because of the movie filming there. Uh, all the, you know, Orson Welles uh, went to school there. Uh, the, the, just the people who performed on stage at the old Woodstock opera house throughout the years. And there's a lot of fantastic history in that town. And it just takes a little bit of exploring to discover it. And that's why I asked you when you sent out the tweet, you know, showing Ned's uh, paint uh, picture in the mural, if you stopped at Ned's corner, which was right around the corner from there, there's a plaque uh, commem- commemorating that that's Ned's corner. Right. And then just up the block from that is the Bill Murray stepped here. You know, every time you <laughs> stepped in the puddle, there's a plaque on the ground <laughs> memorializing every time he stepped in there. Yep. And then the theater right next to that mural is is what stood in as the Alpine Theater in the movie. And then there's the bowling alley. And, and all those those places, there's actually actually a Groundhog Day walking tour you can take. Oh, really? I and did not know that. Lot, 
a lot of history in that town. A lot of amazing things have happened. That's where the Woodstock typewriter factory was. Uh, they were one of the larger typewriter manufacturers in the world, which is, uh, you know, somewhat fitting then that we have this gathering of Mac users taking place there every year. So there's a lot of neat stuff to discover in that town if you have the time and, and inclination to go find it out. And not to mention, that's also where uh, Otherworld Computing is. <laughs> and that is where Otherworld Computing is, yeah. They are uh, right off of Highway 14, almost smack in the middle between McHenry County College and downtown Woodstock. So, and very easy to pick out by their wind turbine. Yes, so, Mike, did they have much input to the conference this year? Much input? Um, yeah. They, well, certainly they've been a fantastic sponsor since year one. Uh, when they found out about it taking place and uh, uh, found out it was going to be right down the road from them, they said, well, we, we really would like to be involved. And that's when they sponsored the first year, and they've sponsored every year uh, since then. Uh, some of the involvement that they had uh, – yeah. Rich and Chris, the two guys who worked the OWC booth there at MacStock, were just phenomenal. They were as much attendees as anyone else there, and they were just as actively interacting with people and sharing their thoughts on on uh, Mac and iPhone and iPad as anyone there. And uh, one of the one of the what I think one of the best moments of the weekend was when. Rich from OWC actually went, uh, he knew there was a, we had a young attendee, a little 11 year old, oh, yeah. uh, Daniel, who was there and we had this max stock swap table. And I, I suppose we'll talk about that in a little bit, but, uh, there was a, uh, power Mac G five there Huge and he kind of, he, yeah, he kind of wanted it, but someone else picked it up and, and, you know, being the polite young man that he is, he, let the other person just take it and, and go. And Rich saw that and said, well, I, I've got a Power Mac G5. I can get him. And he he went and got this Power Mac G5 and brought it back and, and gave it to Daniel and sat there on Sunday and made sure it was up and running and everything was working on it. And uh, that, you know, that just goes above and beyond and shows how much, uh, well, it, if not OWC themselves, but at least Rich and Chris are involved in the community. And uh, just having been out to OWC and speaking with Jen and speaking with a number of the other folks who are there, I can tell you that they feel the same way. So uh, it's it's really great to have them involved. And uh, the the Max Swap table was overflowing with stuff. <laughs> a <laughs> it lot really it, was. A lot of it was stuff that I brought. So tell me, tell me for um, for the folks listening, what what, what was the Max Stock um, table? What was that all about? Well, you've known me long enough to, um, and I'll I'll say Gary. Um, you've known me long enough to know that I often have these harebrained ideas and the max stock swap was just that I actually had it in the days leading up to max stock 2016, the second max stock, I had the idea for this, but it was way too late to do anything about it. So I, the idea was that you have old software books, hardware, peripherals, whatever, sitting around that you're not using, you would like to find a new home for. Guy has stuff. I have stuff like that. Everyone who comes to MaxDoc has stuff like that, that they, they, don't, they don't want to throw it away, don't even necessarily want to recycle it because you know it still works. Someone must have a need for this. So the MaxDoc swap was an opportunity for people to bring that stuff in 
set it out on the table and let others walk away with it. In other words, just just a, a way to help old equipment find new homes. And I was I was not sure how successful this table is going to be because if I looked at what I brought in, what I had ready to go, I was like, well, that's kind of that's kind of pathetic, Mike. I mean, that's <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> you know. I mean, I had some some neat stuff in there, but I'm like, overall, if you look at what I brought in, and if I'm the only one who brings in anything, this is not going to be a very successful event. And then I saw guys stuff and the things that you brought, oh my gosh, you had working brand new printers and boxes. You had that, yeah, those photo that, printers. Yeah. That, that one teen, Mitch, he walked away with your uh, microphone shield, you know, the, the oh, sound yeah, shield. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He walked away with that. And uh, there was just an amazing collection of stuff that you brought in. And then when I saw oh, that, me, my, my wife was in. like, my wife looked in the closet after I put everything out and she was like, don't you think you could bring some more stuff? And it was like, <laughs> no, next year, next year, next year, you bring stuff next year. But I saw it within what an hour or two guy. I mean, it, it really yeah, after, filled up after the space. doors opened up within one or two hours, uh, not only your stuff and my stuff, but just people were, were bringing in all kinds of things. Oh man, it was amazing. And when I saw that Power Mac G5 get dropped there, I, you know, my my thing was okay, anything left over, I'm going to pack up and either responsibly recycle or bring back next year. That was my thing. So I'm looking at this table and going, all right, where am I going to put all this stuff? <laughs> uh, especially that Power Mac G5, considering I have another one in the office. I didn't even think to bring it in. I have another one in the office, so I'm going to have two there now. That's what I'm Make that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm going to have two there. Yeah, I could make a desk. I could make a Power Mac desk. Uh, but gosh, no. Every I left Sunday with two and a half small boxes of things that either can be recycled or, or brought back next year. Not much at all. Everything else was picked up and found a new home. And that is just awesome. Yep. Um, cool. day two, cause we are running so long here. Uh, day two, uh, we had you can talks. Just cut out all my stuff. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, I, I may actually kind of like what I did with, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky's interview. I may break this up into two different weeks though. Yeah. That, that wouldn't be a bad idea guy. And and to be honest with you, wouldn't it be a great thing if we could get Stephen Tobolowsky along next year? Oh, that would be fantastic. Especially considering his history with the town. Yeah. I think he does come out for the Groundhog Day celebrations once in a while. Well, I know. I mean, of I mean, he's really like the only celebrity, actual celebrity that I know, on a reg, you know somewhat personal level. And well, you, you know, know Gaz. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, there's Gaz. <laughs> <you> Jinx. <know. laughs> but yeah, it would be great to have him come along. Uh, but the next day we had talks from. Okay. So, so just in case we split this folks, this could, this could be a split point where guy oh, jumps in and this. says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you're moving into day two. So, yeah. you know, we, we could run another hour now. Well, Probably. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're going to get through this, uh, relatively we'll get quickly. Through it. Yeah. Uh, we had talks from Brian Chafin. Uh, he talked about, uh, the Apple times, they are a change. And I saw that and that was, that was a good talk. It was a good talk. Uh, Brett Terp, Terpstra, harnessing the power of spotlight on your Mac. You were talking about that earlier. Great talk. And then Dr. Robert Carter was talking about Braille and Mac and uh, iOS, how it works and why it's important. And then uh, Kirshen say, I always see ya. Lo- see ya. I always thought it was say. 
I every single time I have I have known Kirshen since probably the second or third year that I was going to the Macworld Expo. And she is always just so bubbly and so ready to, to, to dig into whatever topic it is that she's doing. It just such a great gal. Um, she did, she did batch image processing with automator, uh, Bill Garasi, 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 uh, did a, a thing on Mac troubleshooting, how they actually work and everyone's favorite Tom Schmidt. And because everyone does have a favorite Tom Schmidt did what to do when your Mac needs repair. And then of course there was the Sunday lunch and then we had, Oh, it's a shame I wasn't there. Cause then I would have known what to do when I took my iMac in. Exactly. And he actually did a deeper, deeper dive after lunch, uh, seven levels of troubleshooting. Uh, Kirshen did, uh, another photography based one. Dr. Robert Carter did a deeper dive section on, on Braille on Mac and the I and iOS. And then uh, I saw the one that Wally did, Video to Go To, which mm-hmm. I thought was just fascinating, watching what he did with, with uh, I, you know, just pure iOS, using iPhones to shoot with, and then also <laughs> editing like on an iPad. It was great. Uh, then uh, our very own David Cohen presented uh, the Apple One Redux, all about Raspberry Pi and other microboards. And as a matter of fact, I, f- I forgot to mention this. Uh, out uh, out in the lunchroom, they actually had a couple of, of these Raspberry Pis set up to have like you know thousands of video games all set up for people to try. And they actually had this one. It had like a little tiny, like four inch screen, I think. And they were running. Uh, I think it was Mac OS five on it, the old classic Mac OS five. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was it? cool. And then the last, other than other than Mike, the last speaker of the day was Dave Hamilton, and he talked about mesh wireless. And then uh, he, Dave ran a little bit long, and then you came in, Mike, and you were talking about, um, oh, what is the name of that program? Um, Affinity Photo. Affinity Photo. I was trying to remember that, and I couldn't do it. And uh, that kind of closed us out on the second day. Yeah, and I should point out, it's it's not that Dave ran long. I actually asked him if he would speak for more time. Uh, his talk was one that I knew and could hear folks throughout the weekend saying that they were very interested in, and I wanted to make sure that we gave him enough time. Uh, and gosh, you know, he spent so much time honing his talk down to the 20 minutes. Yeah. I think I threw him for a loop, and I feel I feel so bad about that. I, I said, can you do longer? And he's like, oh, well, I spent all this time making it 20. <laughs> it's <Making> short. <laughs> But he did. He he uh, he's such a professional, and, and he used that extra time to done. yeah to cover the questions and everything. And and that was uh, that was really nice that he could do that for me. And um, yeah, and then mine uh, again. It was one. It's just this one feature of Affinity Photo that I love so much because I take Photosphere images when I'm on vacations, and the, the ability to edit those is something that's very easily done in Affinity Photo. Uh, versus trying to do it in Photoshop or whatnot. And uh, I just, I love that feature. I use it all the time and I just wanted to highlight it to show what an amazingly powerful application Affinity Photo is, even if you're only interested in it for this one feature. And uh, before we, we end our discussion on MacStock, it would, it would behoove us to talk about the great sponsors that MacStock had. Of, of course, you know, we've mentioned several times uh, Otherworld Computing, but there was also Mac Alley and SaneBox. 
uh, a couple of user groups, the Suburban Chicago Apple users and the Tucson Macintosh user group and the Macadamia uh, user group. And then we had some other sponsors uh, related to the MyMac game show, uh, Anchor, Pixelmator, Softerino, you like that, guess. ThoughtOut.biz and 12South, they all provided uh, prizes for the MyMac game show quiz. And, you know, this is something that, that we've talked about over and over and over again in relation to Mac stock is, is that, you know, yeah, it, it, you can come and you can really learn uh, some great stuff from the speakers. But the, the main thing that you're going to take away from an event like MacStock, and there's not too many of them out there, is the, the sense of camaraderie and the, the, the sense of, of community that you'll get from people that are just like you, that, that want to learn more about using their Apple products. So, Mike, you come the end of day two. It's pretty much finishing, coming to the end. Right. Do you go home and put your head in the fridge and think never again? Or how did you feel <laughs> at the end of the day, too? Because, I mean, this was a, you know, it, it, it would, was always going to take over your full weekend. But when you do two full days, that's, that's such, you know, so much more of a commitment. So how did yeah, you feel it went over? It, it seems like it should. Now, I, I was kind of expecting that Guy or, or, or you would ask that question, how do you think it went? And I, I feel like I fully understand how wedding planners feel and <laughs> how other folks who, who plan these big events feel it, you know, it, it pretty much hits the ground running in January. Uh, I do a little behind the scenes stuff up until then, but from January, when tickets go on sale and speakers start getting listed on the website, uh, all the way up until Mac stock weekend, it's almost it's almost nonstop, just things happening behind the scenes, getting T-shirts ordered and making sure the venue's ready and menu selections. I mean, all the little things that go into planning it. And then the weekend comes and you're still on edge. You know, you're still you're still riding this high of adrenaline, uh, which I, Guy and a few other people know. And I think the word kind of spread that from Friday night until uh, the morning, I had uh, 30 minutes of sleep. So I, I really hadn't slept. I slept Thursday night and then I didn't sleep again until Saturday night. That, and then that was like three hours. So by the end of Slacker. the day, Sunday, I know, right? <laughs> so by the end of the day, Sunday, I was truly running on nothing but adrenaline. In fact, at Barry's mingle Saturday night, I was kind of leaning against the door jam and Barry's wife said, so how you doing, Mike? And I said, well, I'm just keeping this wall up over here. Don't mind me. <laughs> just in case there is an earthquake or something. Yeah, I don't want it to fall on anybody. So we're we're going to keep things, you know, I'm just keeping it up here. But um, yeah, you, you, you really do. And I expect everyone who does this sort of thing. And I, I guess I should say, you know, other than my wife and daughter and my dad who volunteers and Brian, oh my gosh, Brian Henson, I didn't even mention him, mention him. He's just a phenomenal volunteer every year who makes sure that the speakers are taken care of and mic'd up and ready to go on stage and all that, all that jazz. Um, other, other than them, you know, it's really just a me and then bouncing ideas off a few folks like 
like Chuck or, or Allison or, or Janet, my wife or whomever, you know, just kind of, Hey, what do you think about this idea? What do you think about this? Otherwise all that kind of planning and running around is me. So for six, six, seven months, it's just nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And then it's over. Now there's still a a few more things I got to take care of. Some folks are ordering some extra hats and shirts and I'm going to ship those out. And other one or two people who couldn't make it asked if they could get their t-shirt. So I'm going to ship their t-shirt out to them, you know, things like that. But on the whole it's, it's done. And it's, it's, it's not a relief. It's not, you know, it's not, I'm not ready to collapse. It's okay. Now let's start thinking about next year. And almost immediately Monday when it was over, I, I, reserved the dates, um, made sure we've got the hall. I reached out to the hotel and made sure that we could get a block of rooms. Uh, you know, I'm ready for next year. And uh, you've kind of jumped into that, but the question I, I want to ask and make it clear to everyone, you don't, you don't, I know that you don't make any money out of this. Not, so, not really. No. <laughs> so, so why do you do it? I just love it. I just love it. It's the whole reason I do the podcast. It's the whole reason, um, I, you know, I don't tell my wife, but I take a lot of tech support calls from clients and I don't charge them for the call. Uh, there are certain things I, char- you know, I charge them for and certain things I don't just because one of the things at my core is I really enjoy helping people. I really enjoy helping people get together. And this is, this is one of those things. And I, I, I just love it. I love everything about it. You're a saint. <laughs> no. Well, well, do you, do you want to announce when the dates will be for the, the next Mac stock expo? There has not been an official announcement yet. Okay. But there is a very strong rumor. <laughs> That's all I can say. There's a very, very strong rumor that it will be once again on the third full weekend of July. And that would make it if rumor holds true, uh, which is a pretty firm rumor, I understand, uh, the 21st and 22nd of July, 2018. Excellent. Uh, anything else? I'm that- not sure Barry's recovered enough to talk about what he's going to do, but <laughs> that's the weekend right there. And he knows it. So it's going to all, I'm be sure there'll him. be something from him as well. Yep. Uh, anything else that, uh, that you want to ask as? No, I, I, you know, I, I real shame that I couldn't make uh, this year's and I'm really you know, well, what you I need to do hope, is, is write to the I people do hope, at Silverstone and say, it's, yeah, you it's, cannot yeah, have it on these dates. Yeah, it's the FIA. There's quite a lot of other stuff that goes around that calendar. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I'm up for it. I'm up for it, definitely. Okay, so uh, everyone, please stand by to stand by. And all three of us will be right or actually, uh, if I break this up, no, it won't be all three of us. And this is the second part of it. So Gaz and I will be right back, and unless you're listening to last week's and then all three of us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that works. Looking for a podcast to get your geek on? Then listen to my favorite ladies podcast, The Three Geeky Ladies. Join Alyssa, Suze, and Vicky as they discuss tech products and other topics that caught their attention. The Three Geeky Ladies podcast, on the My Mac Podcasting Network.
lab rats agree that there are better uses of your time, but you're still listening to them. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the third section of the Mighty MyMac podcast. This week is number 667. It's not that evil stuff. Yeah, 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 sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'll start again. No. Be careful. No, don't, don't start, again. start again. I do not. And, I agree and with that. that. Was, and that was the final <laughs> section of our chat with Mike, who, uh, yes, fantastic. I'll tell you what, people, you ought to just go to Max Stark and meet Guy. Uh, guy? No, no, not Guy. You <laughs> ought to meet Mike. You can meet Guy as well, but you yeah. want to meet Mike because he, he's got so much knowledge about the Mac. He does world and he's such a nice guy he really is, he is. He a really is lovely guy and um yeah you should go so do you agree with that i do i'm nodding my head hit it gases tips mostly gases tips mostly gases tips it's time for gases tip yeah, big markup markup <laughs> markup in iOS, especially on photos, all I'm going to say is, wow. I might have already said this. I might have already mentioned it, but I'm going to say it again. I used it when I was at Silverstone. I used it to mark up some images and send them to somebody so they could find exactly where we were. And it is just, just go into photos, okay? This is how you get there. You click on your image. You click the edit button, you know, those three sliders. And then you've got the ellipsis in the circle. Click on the ellipsis and you will find markup, which is like a, like a little toolbox. Click on the toolbox. Start marking up your image. Brilliant. That's my tip, guy. Great. You can, you can, you can do whatever you like now. Oh, well, uh, do you enjoy editing pictures on iOS devices? I'm nodding my head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's really hard to get out of that segment. <laughs> you just don't just, know where to go. You know, it's guy, like guy. Yeah, all you have to you have to do one thing: get someone to say nod your head. No, just click the soundboard item. We really oh. don't have to have that piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I know. Miss it. I know you. I yeah, you would. You would. Yeah, and I I wouldn't hear the end of it. No, yeah. I, I think from this point <laughs> forward, I'll do it. So I can get <laughs> do you do you uh, well, flash yeah now, we're only going to be able to play that for another two or three years oh god kill it <laughs> kill it with kill it with freaking fire holy no, crap no because that'll be going back to 666 do you have a pick i do i do and this is a, a kind of a specific pick for uh, you either need this program or you don't. I mean, that that's right. really what it comes down to. And it's Feeder 3 by Reinvented Software. This is a uh, an RSS editor. It, it takes a lot of the guesswork editor. out. Yeah. Right. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of, of making RSS feeds. Um, it's $49. You can find it over there at the Mac App Store. Uh, I use this program every single week doing the podcast. Even though I, at this point, I, I really shouldn't have to. I should just be able to do it manually, as Tim likes to tell me. But um, 
No, I, I just, I, I just like doing it this way instead. It just, it's cleaner, makes it easier for me. What about you? Okay. What do you got? Okay. So long story. Um, whenever I, uh, obviously, um, my wife and I have been married for 30 years next year. Oh, and congratulations. Before, before that, we were going out for a number of years. And whenever I used to go to her mum and dad's house, they had a barometer on the wall. And whenever I walked past the barometer, I was always the one to tap it and adjust it. You know, it's got one of those little yeah. uh, adjustments in the middle where you adjust it to where the barometer has gone to. Well, it, it kind of became my friend. I don't know what it's like, you know, in Die Hard, where he's going through the um, um, through the air ducts. And yeah. He's going through the engineering point and he sees the calendar. And he looks at the calendar the first time, and then he goes through the calendar again, and he kind of puts his fingers to his li- his lips and puts it on the calendar. It's like it becomes an old friend, something you always know is there. Uh, and oh, you did, always did that barometer have nude girls on it? No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. It's not the, the analogy I was making oh, there. Oh, sorry. You well, know it. Anyway. Hey, do I? Do when I unfortunately, when, <laughs> when unfortunately Anne's parents passed away, I said that I'd like the barometer, which obviously I've got and it's on the wall. However, it was giving me some odd readings and it didn't really like the move from where it was and we'd moved altitude. So I needed to get it reset. And there is an app for that. All right. Obviously, you can go online and find what the barometer reading is and just, you know, dead easy. But if you've got an app that gives you that information quick and you can then check the barometer on the wall, make sure it's uh, at at the right uh, setting, which it now is. Um, Then, But when I'm out and about, I can't tap the barometer on the wall and check it, you see. So I've got this little app and it's called Barometer and Altimeter for iPhone slash iPad. The link will be in the show notes. It's free and it's you either want it or you don't. I like it. Yeah, this is kind of, that's kind of the way this this uh, these picks are going this week. <laughs> you either need it or you don't. And if you don't need it, why are you listening? Don't get it. <laughs> don't get it. Then we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. It's just it's just an application. Damn it! I I I promised that I wouldn't get emotional. <laughs> I promise the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> uh, we actually have something over on Google. <laughs> uh, I put out something. Did you? I did. I did. And it, <laughs> did you it, get arrested? No, and it was actually something I saw on Twitter, and I retweeted it and, and right. kind of mentioned it myself. And I don't know oh, if it blew yes. up. I don't know if it blew up I in whoever it was that originally had said it, but it I blew up all it. over in mine. No, this was just last week. And, right. and basically, uh, I don't have my, oh, should I, should I do it? It's up to you. <laughs> you got, you, you base, yes, maybe more bizarre than wonderful is correct. But yes, if yeah. you can, if you can play it, then play it. I see a little silhouetto of a man. Whoop. It just, oh. That's what I figured. No. <laughs> That's what I figured. I see a little silhouetto of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango, Thunderbolt and Lightning? Very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 <laughs> Galileo Figaro Magnifico. I'm just a poor assistant. Nobody loves me. 
It's just a poor assistant from a poor family, spared its life from this monstrosity. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go, Bismillah? No, we will not let you go. Let it go, Bismillah. We will not let you go. Let it go, Bismillah. We will not let you go. Let me go. Will not let you go. Let me go. Never, never let you go. Never let me go. Oh, no, 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 no. Anyway, so that was it. Obviously. Rather than the Easter eggs, could they just make Siri work? Yeah. You know, and just just sing random song lyrics when you talk to her. It doesn't even have to give you back the information that you want. You know, you could basically sell it, tell Siri, uh, I'd like to set an appointment for 3.30 on Tuesday. And, it's, and instead of saying, you know, set the appointment, it suddenly starts singing Jumping Jack Flash for, for no apparent reason whatsoever. And I would be thoroughly entertained. Anyway, yes. um, yeah. Nicholas Riley. Did you get a lot of feedback? I did. That? I did. Nicholas Riley in Google Plus said, more bizarre than wonderful. And yes. over on Twitter, um, my whole feed was just filled with people retweeting that. I mean, it was, it, it, I was blown away at, at how many people picked up on that. Anyway, uh, I think uh, we are, we are like, right near the end of the show here and it's it's it seems like we haven't been talking long enough no we've been talking far too far 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 too long (laughs) gaz if people wanted to get a hold of you and say the two of you just need to stop talking so much how would they do so Send me an email. Now, first of all, let me get Zcars up and running. Okay, there you go. There you go. So send me an email to Gaz, G-A-Z. Cars. At MyMac.com or send a tweet to my Twitter handle, which is GazMaz, G-A-Z. Cars. Oh. Ah. Oh. Got that wrong. M-A-Z. That's it. I've, got, I've found out how to shut him up uh, on the Twitters. You can also contact both uh, Guy and myself on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Cars. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com. And um, I think, um, Guy, yeah. I think it's about time that um, you told the people if they wanted... Any- from God. How they do it? <laughs> it's so easy. Uh, just guy at mymac.com, maybe. I uh, still don't really know if, how well that's working. Uh, you can also reach me. Probably the safest way would be uh, on Twitter. And my handle there is MacPettit. And we have, I swear we have a, I mean, this Skype number is now so lonely. I have started reusing it on the live cast. And I haven't gotten any calls there either. So, so disappointing. Uh, the Skype number Can is. Can I just say, guy? Yeah. Guy, don't take this um, lack of response to heart. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want you to have to call the Samaritans. I, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> I don't care. But if you wanted to call, it would be one or plus one. Outside of the United States, depending on, <laughs> on, you know, what country you live in. And then you would dial 703-436-9501. 
703-436-9501. And do you know what, Guy? What's that? I think we ought to thank everybody for listening. Yes. Even if they don't call. Even if you don't call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you also very, very much for downloading and listening hopefully to the mymac.com podcast actually i think i've sussed it i've sussed i've sussed our listeners in air quotes out you they think just download it they, they just download it to keep us happy and delete it straight away <laughs> <laughs> heck that's what i do <laughs> because you know why gaz i think that they're good enough and that yes. they're smart enough. They are. And doggone it, we like them. Es possible intelligente. We humildi, sir intelligente, no tada el derenche, de sir un idiota. <laughs> yeah, still Spanish. Well, sort of, of a sort. Of a sort. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but endo. <laughs> Endemonte. Actually, that would be more like tomato, like finishing a bottle of tomato ketchup. Endemonte. I don't even know why. It just is. Just, just end. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, geekiest show ever the let's talk podcasts essential apple podcast and the club playstation and club nintendo podcasts and you can hear this right professional informative and entertaining are just words in addiction to the g-men on the my mac podcast <laughs> just words that'll work all right. You bring us in. Okay, you ready? Let me get some water. Yeah, I see. Yeah. yeah. I'm having coffee at that. <laughs> <laughs> now is is that is that sucking in or blowing out? This is, so this, was, is, this is this blowing is gold. Out. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, can't you tell the difference? Let's go again, right? You you do your blowing out. Okay. And I'll do me sucking in. <laughs> this is fascinating podcast work right here. This, this is why people tune in to the MyMac.com podcast. I'll tell you what, that was quite a lot of coffee I just drank. It was. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be up all night. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, there is a difference. There is a subtle difference between the two. Oh, of course. One, I'm yeah, making subtle. all kinds of silly noises, and the other one, it's just sucking. sucking. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> that you see? I'm sure yours there's... Was a, yours I'm sure. was just a quick suck, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Said the actress to the bishop. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Let's do this then.
Yeah. Sounds like a song. Why, you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Guy and Gaz, the... Gaz, you are absolutely right. Gaz, you are absolutely right. I told you about this app, haven't I? Yeah. That was your app pick a couple weeks ago. Well, more, probably more than that, but... Years. It was years ago. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I got into it. I was just playing with it anyway. <laughs> right. Right. I'm here. Okay. That, right. We'll jump in. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry. We're jumping in. We're starting, are we? Am I starting us or are you starting us? No, you are. Okay. It did come up on my sheet, Guy Searle editing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who would have been able to figure that one out? Because, Gaz, I am so clever. Yes, you are. And apparently still. You said that. (laughs) I did. Yeah, so so what Wally asked me, he said, so how did you get to know Guy? And I said, very unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't actually. It was, well, I mean, did you? He didn't realize I'd started podcasting way before. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know how long, but it was at least two years, wasn't it? Uh, when did we start this? 2009. And you were, you were recording with Mike, I think, well, in 2007? Well, back in the 2007, early 2008. So. And not only that, but when we first started recording, I had forgotten that we'd actually talked before. Yes, because I'd been on the I on know. The <laughs> with, as, as an interview, as, as a uh, listener. God, that's, that's something right. we yeah. haven't done in so long. A listener invite, yeah. yeah. yeah well, people, I think people are scared to come on. Well, wouldn't you be? Yeah. I mean, I've Hell been doing this show for years with you, and every single time it's like, what's going to happen now? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm thinking exactly the same. <laughs> we frighten the life out of each we other. We do. And I frighten the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that in the mirror? Uh, oh! uh, God damn, I need a shave. 